Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Alongside former Blues superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Thrilled to go out to the Brown and Crippen celebrity line to be joined by former NHL defenseman, former Blues defenseman Carlo Koliakovo here on Ribs and BK. Coco, how are we doing today? I was doing great, man, but I was expecting the superstar introduction the same way Rivs got it. You know what? I I couldn't agree anymore. Quite honestly, if the uh, (laughs) parameters for superstar are me, then you should absolutely get the superstar tag. So we'll do a take two. And the take two goes, we're joined right now by Carla Koliakov, a former superstar defenseman for the Toronto Maple Leafs and St. Louis Borderline Hall of Famer. Borderline. Borderline. (laughs) Now, I will say this. Maybe maybe in the media. (laughs) Okay, so let's dive there first. Okay, I'm I'm watching the NBA, and, and all of a sudden on my screen, Carlo Koliakovo pops up in the virtual crowd. <laughs> How the heck did yeah. you set that up? You must have paid somebody off. No, I didn't pay anybody off. I've got, uh, you know, the Raptors have been really good to me and really good to our station at TSN 1050. And uh, I thought it'd be a really good idea or at least a, a really good opportunity for me to uh, continue to show my spirit with the Raptors. I uh, can't be there live. So, you know, if you can't be there live, you might as well be there with them virtually if you can. And it was a cool experience. Uh, I'm thankful for the Raptors. They let me take part in it. Um, obviously, I would have um, hoped that I, w- I was going to watch a better game with a better result. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's pretty unique, man, the way the world has gone with uh, digital and now virtually with the fans. I mean, I see what the WWE is doing with their uh, virtual reality screen and their setup at the Thunderdome, Thunderdome there in Orlando and, um, you know, what the NBA has done with their court and with their presentation has been absolutely outstanding. And uh, I'm just thankful that I got to be a part of it and put some smile on people's faces when they see my ugly mug on TV. <laughs> well, you said it, not me. But it's, either way, it was uh, it was fun to see that. Now, what isn't fun here for us people in St. Louis is the fact that we're, oh, we're uneasy right now about our captain's yeah. situation, Alex Petrangelo, who... I mean, I, I don't have enough time in a day to speak enough positives about this guy, but it yeah. seems like uh, it's going to be a bit of a bumpy road. And I, I saw that you wrote something the other day on Twitter, just referring yeah. to the fact that uh, there are other teams out there would sure love an Alex Petrangelo if the Blues can't get this done. 
Yeah, you know what, Rivs, you bring up a great point of being uneasy. I'm uneasy just thinking about this situation. I mean, to me, this is an easy situation to break down. I mean, I always, I always, I'm always careful when I break down teams' contract decisions when they make with certain players. I'm always hesitant about, you know, free agency or a trade, and all of a sudden you lock in a guy long term. And there's two scenarios with the Blues just recently with Justin Falk and, uh, you know, just while, while we were in the pause there with Marco Scandella. You bring in guys off a trade and immediately you give them contract extensions. I've never been a fan of that because you're, you're basically learning something new about a player. And obviously in these situations, you know, you liked what you saw when you made the deal, but clearly what you're getting from the deal isn't exactly what you hoped. And, you know, you got a guy like Alex Petrangelo who's been a day oneer there. You know exactly who he is, what you're going to get from him, and you're a year removed from winning the Stanley Cup. Help me understand why he's not signed. To me, it makes absolutely no sense. Um, and, you know, I don't know how this is going to play out. Um, I know Alex is a really good friend of mine. Um, I always told him right from day one, I said, hey, listen, man, you're a smart guy. You know what you want, but I am here for you if you need advice on anything or if you just want somebody to, to bounce something off. Um, I haven't gotten to that situation yet, but obviously in seeing the way it's playing out, it doesn't make any sense to me, and I honestly don't understand it. We're talking to Carlo Koliakovo here on 101 ESPN. So, Coco, over the weekend, we also saw the tweet from Darren Drager that basically said, hey, you know, the first the first move was made on this. The Blues made an offer this week early in the process, but it sounds like there's going to be a lot of work that needs to be done to keep Petro in St. Louis. What did you make of that? And you and Jamie both have been through situations like this contractually where you get the early period where both sides have a number in mind and then some at some point you meet in the middle. How worried should we be about a tweet like this, a report like this, this early in the process? Well, I, I mean, I don't really know. Uh, I, I've never negotiated this, this, this type of term, this type of dollars. Um, but you know, in being around the game for a long time, usually guys like this, you have an understanding of what they're going to demand in the marketplace. And, you know, there's an easy comparable in the league with a contract that was just signed. It's Roman Yossi uh, making $9 million a year, you know, and to me, that's, that's good market value for a guy like Alex Petrangelo. And if you can get him in for, you know, a little bit under that, um, to me, that's a home run. I mean, you think about what this guy could command on the open market. You know, we're talking about guys like Drew Doughty and, and Eric Carlson that just signed monster deals. Now, I think those are inflated a little bit, but, um, you know, I, I think there is something that can be done here with the Blues at a reasonable price. Because who's kidding who? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to remind people that, you know, people say that, you know, eight years is too long. Well, you just went through eight years of Jay Bowmeister. Are you guys pretty happy with that? <laughs> yeah, no I mean, kidding. You know, like, the thing is, is that, like, people have to understand, and I think the Blues organization does understand, that Alex Petrangelo is a genetic freak when it comes to a guy who takes care of himself, which is a guy who's compassionate about the game he plays, um, is really smart player. I'm not worried about him breaking down. I'm really not. I mean, he's had one of his best years at the age of 30. So, 
Um, you know, Mark Giordano just came off of winning the Norris Trophy at the age of 36. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to understand who you have as a player, and the Blues know that, who they have. And, you know, you got to find something that's fair. And clearly, you know, when it's come to this point in the negotiation, you, you kind of you sit there and you analyze and you think to yourself, well, why isn't the deal done? And then you start, you start to ask those questions. Because, you know, the reason why I made the comment that I made, I was reading a, 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 an article uh, published in The Athletic by Jeremy Rutherford, and that's when I decided to comment on it, because in the article it said that the Blues aren't willing to go over $8 million. And I'm thinking to myself, well, they clearly haven't truly valued the player and Alex and what he's done and who he is, because, you know, I think at least for a guy like Alex, you got to start with the number eight, somewhere between eight and nine. And I'm not the agent. I'm not talking to him. I don't, I don't discuss these details, but I'm just trying to make sense of the whole situation. And to me, that's lower than market value than what he would command on the open market. And I, and I think it's going to be a mistake for the team to let a guy like Alex go if that's what it's going to take to keep him there. Because just as much as he's been there when he's gone – you're going to be wishing you have that guy and you're going to be looking to find him for the next six or seven years. Well, Coco, that's where I go with it, right? Is I look at the league and one night when I had nothing better to do, I thought to myself, give me five guys that overall and defensemen, five guys Mm -hmm. that overall are head and shoulders better than Alex Petrangelo. I couldn't find anybody that was head and shoulders above him, And I had a hard time finding a lot of guys that were even comparable to his play in the offensive mm-hmm. zone and the defensive zone. And then quite honestly, the tiebreaker was that he keeps evolving as a player. He continues to get better each year and he's coming off the blues first Stanley cup championship ever as the captain. Like I just look at it and I compared him a couple of times in, you know, on the show to guys like Chelios and Lidstrom, Al McKinnis and guys that after the 30 years of age, you just brought up Mark Giordano. Like, there is a lot of success for guys that are like Alex Petrangelo after the age of 30. And then, quite honestly, like, as you whittle to the, you know, years six, seven, eight, if he, for some reason, if he's not the Alex Petrangelo that he is today, but he's still in a top four role, I mean, Mm -hmm. I think you're winning that deal no matter what, right? I think you're absolutely right, Riffs. I mean, just look at the last couple of years. I think it's easy to say he's been in the top five voting for the Norris Trophy when it comes to best defenseman in the league. I thought this year for sure he should have been a worthy candidate of being in the top three. Yeah, he was robbed. The years that he had. He was robbed. I, I, think, I, I truly do think he was robbed. But, again, it, it all it all goes comes down to understanding what you have and who you have. What you have in Alex Petrangelo is a number one defenseman. And who you have is who he represents himself as a player, as a teammate, as a leader – on the ice and in the community. And to me, that's irreplaceable. I mean, because these are the mistakes that you make in hockey. I, I would imagine that if Doug Armstrong were to go back, he'd probably want a mulligan on the on the Justin Falk deal. But you did that with a, a hunch. Well, you don't you don't need a hunch here on Alex. You know who he is. You know what he's going to get you. And you, you also got to evaluate the group of this team. I mean, what's, where do they go next? Do they still want to compete for the Stanley cup in the next couple of years with this core group of guys? Cause if they do, you need a guy like Alex Petrangelo to do it. And if you don't, you know, what direction are you starting to take as an organization? Cause what's the trickle down effect going to be from that? 
It's interesting. It's interesting you bring that up, Coco, because last week we heard from Army, and he said the Blues are in the middle of a five-year run right now. They're in the middle of a five-year window that began whenever they signed Ryan O'Reilly, basically, and he believes that they've still got a few years left on that window. What happens though if they don't re-sign Petro? In your mind, are they still in that window, or does the window to win championships close if you don't bring back Alex Petrangelo? Uh I mean, I think you're further away than you are any closer to it because just look at look at the landscape of the division. You've got Dallas, who's probably going to be in the final four in the league. Uh, they're going to probably have to make a transition or they give it another crack depending on how they finish. You've got Nashville, who's going to make changes. You've got Chicago, who's young and up and coming. You've got Winnipeg, who's up and coming. And, you know, you've got Colorado, who could have easily been a Stanley Cup contender this year if, if they didn't suffer any injuries. So you eliminate a guy like Alex Petrangelo from that equation, and where do you stand? I mean, is, can, can, you, can you rely on Justin Falk to carry the load of what you're possibly going to miss if Alex doesn't resign? And I know we're speaking hypotheticals here, but you, you have to look at both ends of it. Um, I, I'm a Blues alumni. I, I'm a diehard Blues follower still. I enjoyed every part of my time with the Blues. I really do hope they find a way to keep them there because it's hard to envision them playing anywhere else. But, I mean, when, when something about a player like this has come this far, you really got to start questioning, you know, how this plays out. And there, I know I know there's still time on their side here, but again, I, 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 I still can't understand why he's a guy, if he was going to stay in St. Louis, why he's still not signed. I mean, that's only a question that the Blues can answer, and maybe they have a solution for it because they know time is on their side. But uh, ultimately, I think the longer this drags out, you know, they're, the more they're flirting with the opportunity that, or at least a situation that he may not be there, which I hope this isn't a situation that we do end up talking about. I, I think Alex Petrangelo is one of those guys that should be a blues for life, a blues player for life, but only Doug can control that. And, you know, right now I just, I, I, I can't say that I feel confident with the way things have gone. Well, I'll tell you what, Coco, we hope so too. I would love to see this guy retire as a St. Louis I mean, Blue. Riz, Riz, we, we talk about it all the time. I mean, like, you know, we, we have shared our, 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 our opinions on it lately and it just, you agree with me, right? It doesn't make any sense, the fact that we are in this situation less than six weeks away from UFA, and he's still not signed as a St. Louis Blue. Yeah, quite honestly, I thought for sure that in the offseason last year they would have approached an extension for this guy, or as soon as they could mm. get to an extension, you know, just make that marriage final, uh, especially if that's the way you're going. Uh, you know, now that we're here, it seems a little bit difficult for sure. But, yeah, listen, you know how I feel. I think he should be a St. Louis Blue for life. I think his number 27 should go on the rafters when his career is over. And, heck, Mm -hmm. maybe even a darn statue out front with all the other greats that have been here because he's done that much for the franchise already. Imagine another eight years. Well, guys, I just got to forewarn you about something in a situation that I'm dealing with here in Toronto with the Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs haven't won a playoff series since 2004, and they are still looking for – a top defenseman that shoots right in their lineup. So, again... None of those on the market, Coco. (laughs) Stay away from them, Coco. Get out of here. Cut them off. All all, all I'm saying is (laughs) I'm not 